0: Welcome to the Reverse Selling Podcast, where real estate agents, salespeople, and entrepreneurs come to learn the best tactics and strategies to grow their business. Hosted by the creator of the Reverse Selling Methodology, Brandon Mulrennan. Welcome back to the show, you guys. Today, we've got another great real estate agent in our coaching program. With us today, we have Ms. Shar Baxter. Shar, welcome to the show, my friend. Thanks.
1: Thanks so much for having me. We're all yeah. excited to be here.
0: For sure, for sure. So uh, like we were kind of talking off air, what I'd like to do today, Shar, is walk people through your journey so far in real estate and have them walk away being inspired to take more action, to do more, to become more so that they can accomplish the goals that they've set. Sound like a plan? Yeah, Beautiful. So tell us, what market are you in and how long have you been selling real estate now?
1: Um, I'm actually in Dallas, Fort Worth. I really don't work the Fort Worth area. I try to stay more local to Dallas because I stay close to downtown. And I have been licensed now for about a year and a half. I got my license in February of 2020. So exactly at a year and a half. Awesome. I'm still a fairly new agent. Yeah.
0: And you started at a very uh, strange time in the business due to the, the, the pandemic being essentially your entire first year in the business. You're also doing business in a pandemic. So that's probably pretty difficult. But let me ask you, what what attracted you to want to get into real estate in the first place? Like what were you doing before?
1: So um. My degree is actually in computer science. I, I, I'm actually, I was a data scientist. Um, I still have a small contract that I'm doing because I did leave my full-time job uh, in January. Um, so what inspired me to get into real estate was that I actually purchased a home, my own home, my very first home. And it was a very uh, tedious and almost like a really, really frustrating process for me. Even though I had a really good agent, um, just the whole transaction itself, you know, buying a new home was very stressful. And so I after I went through that, I was like, okay, I want to work with first-time home buyers and kind of help them through the process of purchasing a home. And so I was like, "Well, let me go get my license." And that's what I did. I started helping my family members and my friends, and that's how I got started.
0: Got it. I love it. I love it. So if you could remember back, it's only been a year and a half, but I'm, I'm always curious to really understand something um, that I find interesting because I think people get into this industry for a lot of different reasons. But I'm always curious to find out what did you think after you got into the business that maybe you didn't realize uh, before you got into business? Like, was there any big, like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe this is what real estate's actually like. I thought it was like this.
1: Yeah. So you're really, I mean, you are, you're, you're running a business. Like you're, you're setting up your own business. You are a true entrepreneur. So it's like, you know, on, if you come from corporate or, you know, if you've had a job before, there's someone that tells you what to do. You have a schedule You go to meetings like me, I had deliverables, um, developments that I was doing and working on. You have certain deadlines that you have to meet and, you know, everything is kind of set in stone for you. But when you come into real estate, I don't think what a lot of newer agents understand is that you are truly running a a business. You're setting up a business and you are becoming an entrepreneur. Um, And the second thing was, you know, I thought that there were going to be a lot more resources that were actually handed to me um, and and more guidance. But it's like you actually have to seek those things out. You have to seek out mentors. um, You have to find resources, things like that. So I started doing a lot of YouTube, um, I guess, library, you know, collections on YouTube. That's how I found you on YouTube. Um, My first brokerage, they didn't give me anything at all because I was 100% commissioned. So it was just like, oh, you know, you're hanging your license here and there you go. So I was really <laughs> confused about how to get started. Um, it wasn't until I came over to EXP that I started learning a lot um, more things about actually how to build a business.
0: Got it. So, I love it. And, and, you know, what? I think you, you nailed it. I think, uh, unfortunately, a lot of, you know, you are a business owner. You are an entrepreneur as a real estate agent but the vast majority of people that get into this business char i think you'd agree don't have never owned a business before right they've never owned a business before they worked at a business where to your point everything right. was structured everything was laid out there was a system for everything there was resources for everything right you had a tech team you had an operations team you had a support team and you could call on these people to get your job done at the corporation well, being a real estate agent, you're the business owner. You're all the, you're the, you're the support team, yes. the sales team. You're the marketing team. You're the tech team. Uh, you're everything. And so, everything,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: well, what, what, I mean, I guess that's probably the advice you would give to somebody thinking about getting into real estate. But, you know, I always try to set good expectations for people that want to get in the industry because do you think the industry sets people up for success getting in? Or do you think there could be better expectations set up front?
1: Um, no, they don't. Um, I mean, you know, to me, a lot of uh, brokerages, and I would say newer agents, really do your research on brokerages. Because a lot of them, to me, you know, when you're first in that out of real estate school, they just want you to hang your license there. But they're not really there to really train you or coach you or mentor you. So really do your research, especially on the on the brokerages that you uh, that you're interested in. And, uh, you know, don't get caught up in the glam of it. I know you see like a lot of people with like fancy cars and things like that. But it, it takes time to get there. It's truly a business and you're starting a business pretty much from scratch um, if you are a new agent. So just just keep that in mind and give yourself time to grow and time to develop.
0: That's great advice. And and I agree with you 100%. You know, I run a brokerage as well as coach agents all over the country. And you're exactly right. I mean, when a new agent gets into the industry, and they're talking to brokers, you know, they have to really know what questions to ask, because what it seems to be is typically not the case after you get to a brokerage. Typically, you feel quite alone, you feel like you're on an island, you feel like, Right. So you gotta really understand uh the value that they're gonna give you. And I think you'd agree with this because you went from a hundred percent concept company to a commission split company. Commission splits is probably the lowest on the total pole. I mean, because a hundred percent of nothing is still nothing. Would you agree?
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. That's so yeah. Cause I was struggling my first two months. I was like, Well, what did I do this for? You know? Yeah. So I didn't know where to go, who to talk to. And you're right, I just felt like I was just kinda in this silo by myself and everyone else was out here doing deals and it was like I was receiving little information. I was asking questions. Yeah. uh, But I just wasn't getting the answers that was helping me to actually build my business.
0: Got it. So so tell me like when you got into business, what was your strategy or at least your plan to go out there and generate new revenue for your company because you're a business owner, And what were some of those early struggles? And then we'll talk about what you're doing now.
1: So when I first got in, I was still working a full-time job. So at that time, I had came from an apartment. And so I watched a YouTube video on doing apartment leasing. And since I wasn't receiving a lot of information from my brokerage at that time, I actually started doing leases. And I was started doing like apartment leasing and just our uh, rental homes and things like that, which was okay because I was part-time, but that really wasn't the reason I got into real estate. I really, again, I wanted to help buyers um, at that time to actually learn the transaction of purchasing a house, but I didn't have that information at that time. So I just did what I knew how to do, which was the apartment leases. And I kind of got stuck there I did that for about uh, six to eight months. And then, you know, people that I knew from work and stuff, those were my only clients. So I had like leases from like Facebook. I would just post apartments um, or I would pass out flyers saying I was like an apartment um, specialist. And then I would hint it around at work. And then I had a few friends. And some of my colleagues that would actually purchase a home from me. So I did a couple of transactions, but I mean, I I I really wanted to build a business, and that's just not the way that I, I couldn't survive off of that just from doing leases and a couple of purchases here or there. So
0: yeah. And and I think that unfortunately, I think most of the people in this industry, um, operate just kind of that way. You know, they're they're waiting for business to fall in their lap. They're waiting for friends and family to call them. And that only produces, to your point, a couple of deals a year. And it's not enough to build a business and certainly not a career. uh, So what are you doing now to go out there proactively and go find business? Because that's what everybody wants to know is like, what's the lead generation strategy that's working for you for you to go out there and build a business?
1: So before I was, I guess you could say, a marketer, I, I really didn't do like any um, actual prospecting or anything like that. I would just you know, hand out business cards to people that I knew because that's what I was comfortable with. And um, after I found this, like I, I knew that at the beginning of the year I wanted to, to change my business because in order for me to be full-time in real estate, um, I wasn't going to be able to just do apartment leases and a couple of transactions. Like I, I was a star. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I to to pretty much, you know, like start on the, on the bottom again, as far as a, a salary. So I really wanted to be, um, and I really want to be a great uh, agent. And I saw that the way that the market was going and a lot of the buyers, even the few buyers that I was working with at that time, they weren't getting into homes because the multiple offer situation. So it was like from February, from the January till about March, when I was doing a lot of research and I was like, I got to make a change. And I saw the, I saw your YouTube. I watched it probably 10 times. I went over the students and I saw people who kind of had a similar background like me, where they were converting from like an industry or, you know, I consider myself an introvert. I saw a couple of introverts, um, I saw one guy who just did the mailings and things like that. And I was like, okay, this is a program that I can follow. This, you know, he has a process and I can learn if, you know, if there's a process that is provided. So to answer your question, um, now I do the FISBOs, I do work the FISBOs. Um I go to open houses every single weekend. Like I get in my car and I drive to open houses and I put the marketing material in there that you showed us in the program. And I find the open houses by means of Zillow. And also I go on uh, for sale by owner.com. And if I don't have enough open houses to go to in that weekend, then I will message people. Uh, I'll text them like on ForSaleByOwner.com or I'll... I'll or I'll send a video text to them on Zillow. And I'm usually getting about five to six um, FISBO appointments per week. So and now, I knock them all out. Yeah, I knock them all out on the weekends, um, either Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Because, again, I'm on a contract because I, I panicked. So I left my full-time job, but I picked up an IT contract because I yeah. panicked. because yeah. I didn't see any movement happening. Um so, but then, once this contract is over, I do plan on being a full time agent. So, um, yeah, I just drive around like I'm really not um, on the phones really heavy. Yet. I do practice the scripts and everything like that. But to me, if I'm in front of someone and I can engage with that person, I can more easily convert them versus me just calling someone on the phone. So I would just rather just be there um, give them that material, you know, check out their house and then follow up with them afterwards. And usually from that, I get about two or three people that will call me back and say, Hey, Shar, you know, we want to meet with you.
0: I love it. And I love the approach. And I agree with you hundred percent. It's like, if you can just get face to face with somebody, either visiting them at an open house or door knocking, uh, or sending them a video text message, like you, I know you're having a lot of success with it just It's a very different approach. It's a lot easier to connect with people through that, that uh, approach. And I think that's where you're finding the majority, majority of your success versus, to your point, maybe picking up the phone right this second, and they don't know who you are. They can't put a face with a name. There's no personality behind the voice, right? So that's what you're doing now to go out there and generate listings, which is great because it's putting you on the offense, it's allowing Shar every week to take action and go out there and find business versus kind of waiting for someone to contact you. Is that right?
1: Yeah. I'm very active in that. If I don't um, do the phone calls, which I'm getting better because I, I'm pushing myself. But if I don't um, do the phone calls during the week, then I make sure I'm out of my house at 9:30 30 on Saturdays. Like I stopped going to brunch. I stopped my weekend shopping. Like, I've out time every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday now to like get my open houses done or to get my uh, preview appointments done on the weekends.
0: I love that. I so love that. I
1: do not miss those for any reason. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. So, so how many are you just working for sale by owners, your, your sphere of influence? Are there any other lead sources that you're working right now?
1: So this is my third month in the program. So I was really working the FISBO open houses. Um, I just watched the Sphere of Influence training, so I'm going to start uh, implementing that now into my action program. And now I've actually started um, to contact absentee owners. So I do call absentee owners um, during the week. I'm not doing like two or three hours a day, but I try to call them like an hour a day. The absentee owners that I did get from the share group. Um, which is close to me. So I have a list of about 2000 right now that I'm going through. Um, so those are pretty much my three. And then I also started um, texting or messaging people on Facebook. That's part of my spirit too. So if you're my friend on Facebook, then you will get a message from me. <laughs> I love about it. Real estate. So I started to engage more with just the people that I knew were already my friends.
0: Good for you. I mean, the reason why I'm so excited, the reason I wanted to do this was because you're you are you're 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 being proactive, and that inspires me because for so many people char and I know you know some some other agents in the business too that they, they will not they will not proactively reach out to people that they know or reach out to people they don't know and prospect for new business they literally just wait for business to happen and so my question for you is do you think a real estate agent, Char, whether new in the business or experienced, has any chance at making it in this industry if they just sit back and wait and maybe do some marketing or advertising? Or do you think it's absolutely a must for them to proactively go out there on the offensive and prospect for new business?
1: You have to prospect. Um... See, when I first got into the business, I was thinking, oh, I can just run ads and I can just talk to people at work, the few that I knew, and then people will start referring me. And, you know, especially during this time of COVID, the time that we're going through right now, it's even more um, important for you to actually really go out there and get business. Because when you think about any other business, whether it's your favorite shoe like Nike or, you know, Chipotle, all those businesses are marketing and so if you are a business then you have to to market and you actually have to go and and prospect for your customers and for your clients Uh, and that's what I didn't understand and that's what I was missing as far as the knowledge that was was handed to me was all these I guess shiny, shiny objects that were thrown at me but no one was really telling me hey Char like you got to go out there and get it, and this is how you do it, and this is the system that will actually work to get you the clients that you're looking for to help you build your business. Well, said. so you definitely have to go after. It. If you're not comfortable on the phones, and like I'm truly not comfortable, and I can honestly say that because I know there's people out there like me, um, then find another way to get in front of people. I love and it. Do it consistently.
0: Yep, it's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, you have to be consistent and you have to play offense. Let me ask you this. You know, there's so many people, marketers or advertisers out there selling shiny objects to agents, telling them, Char, you don't have to prospect. You can do this little thing over here, and all the business will come into you and you can sit back and wait for it to come in. Do you think there's any truth to that? Or what advice would you give to people before they start buying and getting distracted with all the shiny objects out there?
1: Um, there might be some, some truth to it, but it may be like a slow wheel. You know what I mean? Like if you run Facebook ads, you're not really in control of the people that are coming to you. That's what I was doing. I was running Facebook ads for apartments and I would get some people that were interested and then I would get others who just happened to click on the ad because they like the pool. Yeah. Um, so you know, if you're doing a lot of youtubing, you're gonna get people that are in, but you know, you have a whole population of people that are watching. so it just may be like the 1% that are actually interested in buying or selling a house. But I think what your program teaches and what I enjoy about it so much is that you're actually you're able to control, you know who you're actually um, prospecting to just like we have our different pillars, like the for sale by owners or the absentees or our sphere, or um, you have assisted living, um, you have probates. So there's a lot of different prospects that you can kind of target. And then there's a process for each one of those. And that's what I love about it so much. And specifically for the for sale by owners, I mean, there's different ways that we're communicating with them. So We have the phone. You have a text script. You have the open house, Um, and then it's like you have emails. So it's a lot of different ways too that you can also reach these uh, customers as well. And you're able to actually, you know, select who you want to your message to go to. Like I don't send my message to, you know, everyone, especially people that are like two hours away or three hours away or um, things like that. So it's like. You know, I'm targeting certain zip codes. I'm targeting certain types of homes um, and things like that.
0: Yeah, I love it. And that's the great thing about having a prospecting business plan versus an advertising business plan. You can really hone in your focus and your efforts around a specific targeted uh, uh, prospect. Versus like the shotgun approach, right? It's like you throw out some Facebook ads or some Google ads and you hope the right people see them. So let me ask you this. What is your goal for the rest of 2021 going into 2022? Now that you've kind of gotten some more experience, you're starting to learn a process of lead generation that puts you in control of your destiny. What do you think is possible for you and what are your future goals? So let me tell you guys,
1: I am 100% focused on listings. Um, I no longer do rentals. Um, If I do get a buyer, it comes solely from me having a listing because I want to be a rockstar listing agent. I will be a rockstar listing agent. (laughs) That's for sure. Um, So finishing out the rest of this year, I have three. So my goal was to have 10 uh, while I was in for 2021. So I'm trying to get seven more um, before we hit 2022 so that next year I can just, purely uh, be full-time real estate and be that star listening agent that I want to do. So next year, my honest goal is to hit 30 to 40. And I believe that I can do that because that's the, um, the commission base that I will actually need to, you know, replace my full-time income is to hit 30.
0: Good for you. How exciting. And I know you can do it because
1: yeah, I believe
0: do, you're doing the things right now. It's just about building that pipeline now and building more confidence, building more experience building your skills and all of those things will happen for you. So last question before I let you go, what advice would you give to somebody watching this? They're working full time. They want to get into real estate. They're very scared. They're very nervous. What, what do you think you would say to that person to help them uh, get into the industry and succeed like you are?
1: You have to have a plan. Uh, you have to have a really good mentor. This program really works for me because like I said, I, I came from a, I came from a technical background and I like having processes in place and that I can implement and that I can follow and then also that I can tweak. Um, so whatever you're learning or your communication style is, um, it will fit that. And then, you know, you have to really believe in yourself and you have to be yourself. I think that's the most important thing is sometimes we want to leave, you know, whoever we were in the past behind us, but it's like, bring, bring that person with you. Um, Like me, I'm really detailed when it comes to like numbers and things like that. So I'm I'm learning the sales part, but I can explain a CMA like that. Or I can tell you the market like that because, you know, I come from a a data. So I I brought that with me and that's actually what helps me. And that's what people love. And I'm very, you know, um, flamboyant. You know, I bring the colors. I just don't dress in like the black and white, you know. So I bring my personality and everything that I do. So Be yourself and don't try to do everything at once because you're going to constantly learn and and it's a learning cycle. But if you can just get one thing down and just do that one thing consistently. So if you're going to do the phones and do the phones every day, if you're going to send out cards, send them out every day. If you're going to send out emails, send them out every day. If you're going to message on Facebook, do it every day. You know, I do houses, open houses every single weekend. I am not going to miss open house. To go shopping anymore. <laughs> you know I Like I'm online now because yeah. I have to make it to my open houses. So just be consistent and do, just give yourself time. Time to learn, time to grow, because it is a business and it takes time to build a business. And don't compare yourself to anyone else because everyone has their own journey.
0: Great advice. I mean, you just gave so many golden nuggets in that last 60 to 90 second segment. Go back, rewind it. Watch that part, you guys. Watch that part over and over and over again, because Shars lived it and success leaves clues. She's walked before you. So the, the, that's the reason, Char, I like doing these interviews is because people watching can benefit from your pain, right? That's why we do this. People benefit from the pain that I've been through for the last 17 years. And so uh, thank you so much. I'm so grateful to be working with you, watching you grow, watching you succeed. Uh, I, want, I really want to thank you for doing this because so many people get so yeah. much value from these. So thank you so much for spending some time with me today.
1: Yeah, I had a great time.
0: I appreciate it. Thank you it. so
1: much, Brandon. Everyone just continue to grow. You guys can do it. I mean that from my heart. So whatever you want to do, you can do it.
0: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> we, we appreciate that, Shar. Have an awesome, awesome week. And I'm, I'm sure I'll see you on our coaching calls very soon. Thank you so much.
1: All right. Thanks, Brandon. Talk to you later.
0: Bye-bye. For more tips and advice on how you can grow your business, be sure to follow Brandon on YouTube and Instagram at Brandon Mulrennan.